0: Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet working so hard to eradicate crimes in wrestling that we get on a mic and complain about it every Sunday night. Amen. I am Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined today by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K Fabe. What's going on, man? How
1: are you? I just realized that I have and I don't think this is copyright infringement. If it is, you know, PBS can sue us, I guess, but um, every time we start the podcast, you do the countdown from three to one. And in my head, I say three, two, one, contact. <laughs> Which is like something from when we were kids. Yeah. That our frequent flyer with us probably has never heard in his life, but most
0: likely. Speaking of our <laughs> frequent flyer uh, joining us, we <laughs> might as well just deputize him, host of Real Talk Radio, Justin LeBlanc. How are you, man? <laughs>
2: How goes it? How goes it? Whether I'm a deputy or still a witness, it doesn't matter. It is nobody's business. I like rumming sometimes. That's what I do. I'm Mr. Cheetos. I wear the cap. I'm cheesy like that. Again, I did it. Poet. Didn't even know it. I am good, guys. How are you guys doing?
0: Oh, pretty good. Um, well, it's, <laughs> it's back to the usual today.
2: Yeah, no so more holidays
0: uh, interrupting us. So I think I'll just go ahead and get right into it with Let's time. Number
2: one.
1: Crime number
0: one. I'm going to start here. I am charging NXT with the crime of shattering my dreams, shattering my dreams of a Motor City Machine Guns versus Young Bucks feud in AEW. For now at least. Uh, because as uh, was announced on NXT this week, Kushida's partner in the Dusty Classic on NXT is going to be Alex Shelley. Which has me excited, but also kind of bummed.
1: The cool part is that that means that Alex Shelley is not officially done wrestling. Oh, no. And and we already knew Chris Saban wasn't. So yeah, um, yeah. That's a plus. I just, I just was so
0: hoping. You know, they talk about making, uh, bringing back tag team wrestling in AEW, and they've been doing a bang up job. But I was just so hoping for a Motor City Machine Guns versus Young Bucks feud. It never really materialized when they were both in Impact together. And I love me some motion. Yeah, fair, I'm, fair
2: enough.
0: <laughs> I'm even doing the the pointing to my the hand, the shape of Detroit uh, thing that they do as I sit alone I in a that. room. Um, yeah, that
1: yeah, sounds about
0: right, Yeah. But I like I said, I'm stoked to see him again because uh, he was in he came back to Ring of Honor and he wrestled uh, sporadically there for a while. Uh, but I just was never able to catch it. And uh, I really was just hoping that he would team with Chris Sabin again. Um, and that just doesn't look like it's going to be happening. I mean, unless unless this this could be a brilliant swerve. Uh, trips, if you're listening to me, right? Kushida and Alex Shelley out there doing their thing in the Dusty Classic. Then all of a sudden, oh, who's that in full sale? It's Chris Sabin, Huh?
1: Huh? Doesn't he have a contract, though?
0: Uh-huh. I don't know. In,
1: in ROH. I thought he did.
0: Um, I don't know if he has has a contract anywhere at the moment because last I checked, he also had done a guest spot coaching in NXT at one point. So I don't know if he's got a contract. Uh, but okay, fair enough. But I I
2: would just I'm just saying, Trips, if you're listening, yeah, that's I yeah. give you that one yeah. for free. Well, Chris Remember. Sabin did promote it on his twitter if that means anything yeah obviously he's gonna promote it on his twitter that alex shelley and Kashida are together um but i would imagine if he was oh but i guess roh wouldn't be that uh that keen on like no you can't do that you know what i mean they've obviously well both were in roh at one point so these these classics though have
1: have wwe and WWE is a lot looser with their rules on the classics.
0: The classics, the May Young Classic, the the, the Dusty, uh, classic. Dusty Classic. They they have been known to bring people in. Um, in some ways, WWE can treat them like tryouts. They bring people in, they wrestle in there, and then they may or may not end up with it. And so, yeah. so that can play that's into. true too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. According to the ever so ultra reliable and definitely never fake Wikipedia. Chris Saban mm. left Ring of Honor last March, so he's a free agent
1: right now. Oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe, so maybe but this you can get to from see... Wikipedia. Perhaps
2: yeah. it was Nothing's Mr. Ever a Smart, a true on Wikipedia, right? who edited it just now while we were talking, so that he can get his Motor City Machine Guns in some way, shape, or form. So, but and he as did that of Officer Smart editing just Wikipedia, because. Well. Well,
0: some of it came comes down to apparently in January of last year he tore his ACL during a six-man tag match on Ring of Honor. So, um they say out of action 8 to 12 months, which means 12 months is um uh, officially in what two days. Uh, now. Yep. No, officially officially 12 months is today. Oh, look at us go. 12 months
1: today. So, it's also officially a year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless you're on <laughs> Mars. Well, that's true. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I got you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so like I said, I'm Can stoked. Can you
2: tell cause... these people are tired? Because, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was
1: horrible. I'm, oh, hopp- is... I'm hopped up on Rockstar trying to keep this thing going. Man,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh no, I'm I'm you're super singing... stoked. Nickelback. Nickelback? Oh. Jesus, please give me all my money back, not just my nickel. <laughs>
0: Damn it. That's it. I, I don't do even really want to. How do I do that? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, no,
0: I'm super stoked to see Alex Shelley. Even outside of Motor City Machine Guns, he's a phenomenal talent. So I'm super stoked to see him. And Kushida is phenomenal as well. That will be a great, great match, whoever they end up uh, facing. I don't even remember who they're supposed to be
1: facing first. Um, let's see. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, find out. Speaking um, of
1: guys named Alex, I wonder whatever happened to Alex Wright? I don't know, but he was he was um good. something.
2: <laughs> he was something.
0: Grizzled young veterans versus Kashida and Alex Shelley
2: next He's week. Bald now? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah,
2: after, after several months uh, off from wrestling, Wright returned. Okay, two thousand one. I don't think oh retirement. Wright fell out of the spotlight after the folding of WCW and has not appeared on American television since then. Wright stated in an interview that WWE could not sign him as he was one of the few that were under contract with AOL Time Warner at the time. He also stated that he took (laughs) a break from wrestling as he was not happy with the backstage politics in WCW. W yada 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 yada. <laughs> uh, yeah, I stayed away from regular active competition. Dude and... got paid to sit and complained about it.
1: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> now
0: I will say, um, every time I think of Alex Wright, um, I, it just brings me to every time I watch Fandango. On
1: NXT,
0: <laughs> so I, just, I I think Fandango is like the modern Alex Wright, and <laughs> and I want to point out that's not a criticism of Fandango.
1: Um, no, no, it's like the to, bad dancing and everything. It's awesome. We
0: we like to throw shade at Alex Wright in hindsight, sort of a thing, but at the time, Alex Wright was a rock star out I, there.
1: He was he was treated uh, at least in the, and I want to get back to Alex Shelley. But he was treated in um, WCW in the cruiserweight division a lot like Drew McIntyre's first run in WWE. Like yeah, Bischoff has the- flat out said, he was kind of his chosen one for the cruiserweight division, which is sad. I mean, you had Rey Mysterio there and Psychosis, and you know, all Hoobie these like, Hoovy, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Jericho. You um, had all these people that were in that cruiserweight division, and that was your future right there. Um, even Bischoff admits that he makes mistakes. But, but anyways, so, back to Alex Shelley. Um, yeah, well, that's kind of—I that, would say that's a little bit criminal because, I mean, really, the only reason we know him is because of MCM and Chris Sabin tagging. You know, him tagging with MCM or in MCM with Chris Sabin. There we go.
0: Can you just imagine? Three months down the road, uh, the undisputed era Fish and and uh, O'Reilly are defending their their tag team championships against a mystery opponent, and it's the Motor City Machine Guns. Please give me this. I'm sure
1: uh, you can imagine. I Absolutely. don't. I, You, you know, don't I think, I'd, ra- I think know. I'd rather see a boy in his dino against him, or, you know, but again, I'm not a huge I mean, undisputed era. Yeah, that'd be great, but I'd much rather Ooh, see
2: them. Yeah, it. that'd be I'd good.
1: Much rather see them over an AEW. Yeah, no, I would totally rather see him in AEW. For sure. Um, uh, and not uh, for Matt and Nick. I'd rather see him in AEW for um, Lucha Bros or, you
0: know. Well, now, in fairness, I'm gonna go a little into fantasy booking uh when I talk about this, because I wanted uh Motor City Machine Guns to beat the Young Bucks and then be the big dogs in the division. Um so I just wanted it to finally be put to rest so all the Young Bucks fans can, you know, really bow down to the real master. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought
1: that was DX. Break it down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bow to the master. Okay, so we're all drinking the Cheeto juice today. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Now we, now I know where we all stand. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, I know we were talking about Shelly. Last little thing, just for people who still cared about Alex Wright, he actually has his own promotion that he started in 2009 called the New European Championship Wrestling. So he is still currently a trainer and has his own wrestling training school. Well, the thing is, uh, he was
0: super talented. Probably his biggest uh, downside was he was probably taller than he should have been for the way he wrestled. You know what I mean? Yeah, made him a little too thin. Yeah, so he was tall and gangly, but he wrestled like a, a smaller... More agile person, and yeah. that kind of made it look awkward. But the dude could go right. You and can just like a skinning, leather jacket. Whew. But he go, except for when they repackaged him as Berlin. We we don't talk about I that. God about that. Oh, that was so We don't talk about that time.
2: Oh, that's when he was
0: bald, right? Yeah, they shaved his head and had his. Had him get a little goatee, I think. I'm trying to remember. That was that WWE that he was at for that? No, it was it was late era WCW, is I think Russo was, era.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about criminal. Holy cow! But so now, yeah, I would, I would agree. It is sad to say, but I don't think, I don't think that that permanently rules it out because I think there's some confidence. I think that that is at best a misdemeanor, because that does create some confidence that we get. Um, that we get Alex Shelley back. I mean, just in general.
0: Yeah, just in general, he's back. And that's, that's why, you know, I, I'm, I'm angry and at the same time happy because uh, I love seeing him and see, and this is going to be seeing him on TV whereas when he was in Ring of Honor in our area it's really hard to catch on TV so then you have to find it streaming somewhere and yeah, not a fun time so, um, so yeah and like we said before the Dusty classics often are treated like tryout and um you know, same thing with the Mae Young Classic. They they bring in a bunch of talent to wrestle on it that, you know, a lot of them don't end up regulars, and some of them eventually do. Like, Candice LeRae was brought in for the Mae Young Classic and then kind of not used for a while and then brought back. And just this week, uh, WWE announced that Marse- Mercedes Martinez, who wrestled in the Mae Young Classic both times and has wrestled on AEW a couple times, has been signed to a contract with NXT. So... Um, you know, they do treat it a lot like tryouts. And so Alex Shelley showing up on it is not necessarily he has signed with, you know, WWE right. permanently. It could be that they're using it. I mean, they needed a fill in for Kushida's partner and they could have just said, hey, can you do it? Awesome. You're going right. to be in two matches and then be eliminated and then you can go do whatever. Um, right. But at least for the time being, you know, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, Alex Shelley. Oh,
1: Alex Shelley. Well, but he is back. <laughs> but he's and back. Hopefully better than ever.
0: I'm back. Better than God, my this fingers are orange. <laughs> I'll make everything better. Anyways, now I also want to point out that uh, the Dusty Classic, um, I did notice that they're not calling it the Dusty Rhodes Classic like they have. I wonder why.
1: I think I think there was, uh, you know, maybe not to promote something else. I don't know. It's just, It's just really weird.
2: Well, I like, mean, look, but at the same time, it was rejected. We know Cody was trying to get the name. It was rejected. The whole thing was that it sounded like... Uh, I think they Dustin. said something. Else. It sounded because it was for Dustin. Sounded too close to Dustin, but like, don't they? I guess whatever. The the patent board doesn't you know watch everything, and they're like, oh well, Dustin is his brother. Like, but I figured you would kind of you know do your due diligence in seeing why you can't patent it. Still kind of weird though how they made it as an excuse that it sounds too close to Dustin. Yeah. Well, the other thing though like, is to remember that
1: WWE does hold a trademark on one road's name and AEW holds a trademark on road one roads. Name. And with it sounding too close to Dustin, if that was w- really the reason that they denied the Dustin dusty roads, uh, trademark, um,
2: they can't use. Yeah, that. I, oh, I, gotta, I guess that makes sense.
0: I, I mostly think it was probably because they're just angry at, Dustin and Cody for going off and being in that other promotion and starting that other promotion that they're, they're like Dude. we're not going to use the Rhodes name at all I I bet you if you start watching old episodes on uh, the WWE Network you start hearing them just edit out the Rhodes name coming in there. maybe not right now But coming in the future, I bet you think, wow.
2: I mean, they are petty enough to do things like that. So,
0: But I think that's enough for crime number one today. So let's move on to crime number two. Who wants to go?
1: Crime number two. I'll do her. That's fine. Yeah. We've done we've done we've done fairly well with Justin going last, so uh Yep. Which is a little too close to Dustin, so yep. Oh, Jesus. oh my god, him.
2: these cheesy jokes just don't stop. Oh my
1: wow. Shall we start calling um, him Justin Rhodes? Uh, that could be a K Vabe name, that even sounds K
2: yeah, that's that, that you might be onto something there. But we don't do K fabe names here. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Your actual last name is Smarts. Yeah. <laughs> and I've only
1: ever gone by Vincent K Fabe. Yep. That's ever. that's been
0: your name the entire time I've known you.
1: It's on your birth yeah. certificate. To... it is. Yep. It is. Even in the podcast. Sharpie. Wow. So um I, I, I was I spent some considerable time deliberating today um, between which crime I wanted to pursue one with the network or one with what's on television um, I would say that television has uh, speaks its own crimes pretty well <laughs> as of late um, so I'm actually going to go to the network and say why don't The crime that I'm I'm giving WWE is not is for emphasizing the wrong WWE originals on the network and not giving us the good WWE originals. Um, I listened to several interviews um, over the over the last week um, on the network. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Drew McIntyre's interview, um, or it's about a 30-minute segment just talking about, you know, having been named the chosen one and then falling to the bottom of the card and then leaving and then developing as, a, as an athlete and coming back. It's phenomenal. Um,
2: it's actually called just,
1: Break It Down break it down and he's the only one like please keep doing this and do it more frequently the other issue that i had um broken school sessions are coming out every two weeks is that right justin
2: uh it feels yeah, like every two weeks right.
1: maybe, maybe more mm-hmm. um and the first two were incredible i i've only gotten a portion of the way into kane um it, it started okay. It doesn't seem like it's going to be as, I mean that the undertaker broken school sessions was amazing. Um, the Goldberg one was pretty dang good too. What Um, is
2: it? Yeah. I haven't fully watched it yet. Yeah, it
1: was pretty good. I watched part of the Kane one today and I was like, eh, well, it's the third one. You're not going to have your best yet again. Um, would love to see him do one with Brett because they had their rivalry. Um, you know, Sean, who he, he had the pleasure of putting on the shelf, um, when Sean had to go get back surgery. Um, any of those, I mean, that, that series is getting really, really good and really, really entertaining. Um, and it gives you really cool insight into the industry. Um, Especially for us old guys who like that that old stuff, the who remember those that era, um, the sorry didn't mean to throw you in the old guy category there, Justin, because you're not
2: <laughs> pretty young.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty young compared to everybody else on the podcast. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I see other things on the network that get pushed and have had great and have had several series, and they're just atrocious to watch. Um, I would say the only two that have been pushed that have been enjoyable, a uh, ride along is pretty entertaining sometimes, but not all the time. Um, right. And and uh, table for three can be entertaining when when there's been a history there. I, watch, right. I watched.
2: Right. Depends on the guests. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I watched the Riot Squad one today, and it was just like, oh, this is just
2: them socializing
1: still because they're all pals and they've been all pals for a while and very little insight into their past. Oh, they didn't like each other a little bit? Okay, that's fine, whatever, move on. Like, it just was not great. Um, and I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, I can see where they would do really crappy broken school sessions if Vince wants to push this guy or that guy. Um, but break it down and broken school sessions have been great across the board, and I'm hoping the rest of the Kane one's fantastic, too. So, um, but... Uh, I am interested to see what Smark says because he, he now has the network, and so I'm hoping he's enjoying.
2: Hey, it's about time.
1: Some extra stuff, yeah.
2: Well,
0: you're gonna be a little disappointed because I really haven't had the time to dedicate too much to uh, <laughs> uh, right. stuff on the network. Um, aside from like wrestling, wrestling content, I've been enjoying yeah. some of that, um, especially like the archives. Uh, you know me, gotta watch me some old WCW.
2: WCW. Um, WCW. WCW. WCW survey
0: time. Who all here came to see
2: WCW? I also liked Photo Shoot. I thought Photo Shoot is kinda cool, depending on the wrestler. You go through old photos. they go through old photos and they explain the yeah, story. Yeah, one's a fun one. Yeah,
1: the the AJ one is great. That AJ did photo shoot.
2: Oh, just oh, okay. No, I haven't seen that. And the 365 is pretty chill. I do like it, depending on what they're 365ing, on which obvious which wrestler they're doing it, uh, if they had yeah. a crazy year or not. Um, like like Kevin Owens' 365 was phenomenal. Was it cool? Yeah. Uh, so, so they've got some good stuff on the network. I just feel like sometimes they push the wrong stuff. Right.
1: Like, yeah.
0: I get it. Like,
1: the Usos and Roman on, on a ride a, ride along, I think we kinda of all know the story. Like yeah, they're they cousins. Of course they, they have a lot of history there.
0: Oh, right. Did you ever see the ride along with uh Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman? That,
1: that was, was fantastic. magic.
0: Unbelievable. Oh, was it? It was Both magic. They went did, twice. Did they stay in character? I don't know if it was character. Not really. but they, there is serious chemistry. Oh,
2: snap. I nice. they, they definitely get uh uh-huh.
1: Well, and, and frequently they'll have people ride along together that don't ride along, you know, that, that aren't usually riding together. So um, they'll do one that isn't really ever together and one that's always together. And so that one was right. they're never really together when they do their ride alongs. Um, and then they had Titus, uh, that one also had Titus Worldwide at the same time, because that was when Braun was dating Dana, if I remember right. So, um, the, I, I loved the Iconics, uh, Iconics versus, uh, uh, or Iconics and, uh, oh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins did two ride-alongs at the same time with Scavenger Hunt. It was really entertaining, and the Iconics are epically annoying, and it was actually a lot of fun to watch them be them, their annoying selves. Um, not to mention Peyton Royce was on the TV at least a quarter of the time, so... But, <laughs> but... so so, I can't really comment on
0: them promoting the wrong <laughs> documentary parts or views, um, but I can say that the network, if you're a fan of wrestling in America, especially 90s wrestling, early 2000s wrestling, Uh, the network is a must-have. Yeah.
2: Just. Oh, no. It's it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. Uh, Fun little fact, though, for my Canadian fans, I still don't think they fixed it up, but when the WWE officially updated their app uh, for the phones specifically, Uh, It messed up because now on the phones when you have the app for WWE Network it doesn't for us We need to pick a TV provider right in order to actually Get the content so we have to go through our TV providers. We have to make sure our TV provider has access to the WWE network and we have to put it on our regular thing and that's how we pay for it. That's how we do it uh, in Canada because that's how they roll because Rogers just owns a bunch of things and that's how they roll. Um, So when WWE did that update though they wanted to change things around on their app to make things easier and then also to add the tiers that they're eventually going to do or that they might have released already. I haven't even really noticed it but Uh, When they updated all of that, what they kind of messed up on is now for some reason for our Canadian, uh, for their Canadian fans, you're not, when you sign in, it signs you in, but you can't, you're not able to pick your TV provider, so therefore you're still locked on everything. So it's essentially the app, the WWE Network app is completely useless. We can access it on the computer, that's not a problem. But app wise, if I wanna just lie down and watch something like that before I go to sleep or whatever. Nope, not happening. Um,
0: have you tried not being Canadian? Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: No no, i it worked for me. I, I very much love my project here. I very really? Really? Wait till mm. you get sick, then come talk to me. <laughs>
0: hey, we, we gotta gotta gloat about the few things we can, okay?
2: Yes. The,
1: the very few. The very few. <laughs> I was <laughs> literally going to say, it's okay because you're foreign <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, But, no, I am for those, enjoying For this those video. who haven't listened to prior podcasts, Smarks, you want to say your story about your, he's foreign <sighs> I was <laughs> at <laughs> I was a revisiting.
0: I was at a WCW house show in the late 90s, uh, and Lance Storm came out and this was when he was doing his—it uh, was kind of early on in his
2: uh, can I be serious for a can moment? I be serious
0: for a moment uh, uh, thing. But he came out, and uh, I screamed because I'm a Landstorm fan. I screamed something towards the towards the ring like Landstorm, you're awesome or something like that. And this little kid couldn't have been older than eight, you know, probably six or seven. Uh, who's in front of me? Turns around and he looks at me and goes, Do "You like him, but he's foreign." Oh, Jesus! <laughs> and, and I had to laugh, and I went oh. and I bought a Landstorm t-shirt at, at that event <laughs> uh, because of that.
1: Because
0: nice. that just shows how good he was, and and how um,
2: dumb, idiotic that kid is. Yep.
1: But I just well, more importantly, he's... how dumb the concept is to.
2: To have okay.
1: things like the Un-Americans, they're they're from Canada. They're American, dude. Like,
2: okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're North American. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, like, I'm, okay. I'm
1: not trying to imply that you're from the United States. America. I'm oh, implying record. that you're from North America. If you were, if you were from Nicaragua, you'd He's still be American.
2: They're not able to. What? No. What? What? No, I was able to hear you at the last moment but no exactly that's it but foreign like what the hell
0: <laughs> foreign uh-huh. anyway maybe I'll I find a know. way to like chromecast uh, yes. Yes. maybe I'll find a way to chromecast uh, the network to the TV at the precinct this week see if I can get away with that
1: Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. Have
2: you ever watch The Bump? I have nope. not watched The Bump.
1: I, I keep seeing it advertised. Is it any good?
2: I don't know. I haven't watched it, and I was just kind of checking it now, and I thought it was going to be like some kind of wrestling thing, but it's a whole interview sesh where i guess depending on the wrestler oh no now i see kevin owens going out to the ring possibly i don't know it's kind of an interview based thing so not really sure how this works I, it I almost reminds me of like straight i haven't had a chance to watch it but i i kind of got the idea it was
0: like a behind the scenes sort of a thing showing the setup and then and then them
1: going out to the ring and anyways I, I, i'd like to see those psychological episodes that they have become an actual show on the network because that is really <laughs> entertaining yeah that'd be fun be fun to see uh, a real yeah, ripley it, one there's a new yeah. one
0: i haven't seen a ripley one no i i don't think it'd be nice to see a real one i don't think oh done one. But,
1: but recently they did the daniel bryan one that was kind of entertaining
0: but speaking of Rhea ripley uh that segment on uh NXT this week where Tony Storm came out and then Candice LeRae came out and and oh, that was awesome that was very anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, that's all I have to say because I just I I just can't understand why Tony Storm is not on the main roster I just it blows my mind I don't understand it I don't get it
1: agreed
2: but
0: but I think we got a little it's, off track so it's uh, there the to be, network,
2: so Network, yeah.
0: yeah the network. Um, let's go ahead and move on to crime number three. Justin, what you got for us?
1: Crime number
2: three. So, what I got for you is... Um, you know what, guys? I don't know what I got for you. Uh, I, I was thinking at work... Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Um, if I had to pick something, though, it would be the fact that they're actually... dubs, I'm going with dubs, The fact that, um, they're finally doing something with the new order. The promos actually ended up being spot on, and then that episode that we saw last week i believe it was last week unless it was this week time flies where they all came into the ring and started beating up on everybody and then cody rose came out uh, that was last week yep that was last week i don't remember seeing them today then if i'm not mistaken uh they were out this week uh i think it was just
1: like promo I'm trying to right. remember.
2: Yeah, I feel like it was just a promo. Yeah, they, 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 tried like recruiting,
1: they tried recruiting um, uh, Fallen Angel. Oh, uh, Christopher
0: Daniels. That's right. Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Yes. After, He's after, after those, his sh- Sammy Guevara
2: So no that problem. technically doesn't... Okay, so kudos to them for finally doing something with that because I swear to God, guys, when we first saw... Uh, They weren't even called the Dark Order yet. We just only know them as the Smash Brothers. But when they actually came out on that first AEW pay-per-view, or at least on Double or Nothing, no one knew who these guys were. And then as time went on, it slowly, we didn't know what was kind of happening, they would show up, they wouldn't show up, we weren't really a fan of this, this whole gang of them with masks, we didn't really believe it, and then the promos hit, and those promos were a godsend, how they were filmed, so... Kudos for us having a bit more patience, and I signed up to the mailing list that they had on the thedarkorder.com. Just basically, <laughs> <enjoying
0: it. laughs> oh jeez, uh, oh, it's
2: just the news You're gonna newsletter. have to be our
0: undercover.
1: Did, did, yes. you, did you order the mask? I did not order the mask. I have yeah, I, I, I would bring a Very Here's yeah. to here's to hoping that the butcher and the blade go somewhere Get the
2: same
1: respect yeah. Some point. yeah move move something similar have a path that's similar to this because right now I'm looking at Butcher and Blade and being like so Ali's husband's 50 <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, I think you've got the wrong husband
1: well okay so the younger looking one of the two looks 42 yeah and yeah. she looks 23. Hey, I there's mean,
0: nothing wrong with being 42.
1: Yeah, I apologize. Age hey, is
0: just a number. Sorry.
1: That's right. And, and, and one of those numbers can be 42, and the other one can be 50, and they both look old and, like, not able to do it. Yeah. I, I,
0: hey, you know, more power yeah. to him, man. Okay, got to give him props. <laughs> okay? Oh, definitely okay. Up.
1: So you want to see Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Cool. Yeah,
2: that's what it sounds like to me.
1: That's Fun. sure what it sounds like. I mean, more props to him. They can still do it. Brother.
0: Well, hey. Brother. To be perfectly honest, if we saw Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania, I am pretty sure we would also see a funeral at WrestleMania, which would be kind of cool. And I'm going to point this out to WWE, right? It would be the world's first wrestling funeral at, you know? They're really big at <laughs> doing those first, right? <laughs> Damn.
1: They could even make a movie out of well, it. Well, I it's mean, all four I'm matches saying... and a funeral. Oh, yeah.
2: Wow. All, all I'm yeah, saying is, thank God that leak card that uh, there was a fan circulating around of that leaked WrestleMania card. Turns out it was something that CM Punk posted, and some fan just remade it to like. The new WrestleMania card. And a lot of stuff, I don't know if you guys have noticed that. I'm sure you have. There was like a leaked in quotation, a leaked uh sheet of paper that had the WrestleMania thirty seven matches on it. Oh yeah. Like I totally forgot where I was going with this. But thank god oh yes. Um thank God that Those matches uh, are seemingly not the legit ones that they are thinking of, although some of them may seem like it could be. Uh, Because honestly, the Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan match would then be the match of the night if based on what we're seeing on that leaked card. It was just a bunch of Raw and SmackDown-worthy matches, but not WrestleMania-worthy. So, uh, it's scary. So... You know i'm putting i am simply uh giving a crime to the smash brothers aka the dark order for going on the up and up and building themselves but man i just wonder what these wrestlers are gonna start the wrestlers yeah. or these writers or whoever is gonna start developing something for mania because i still feel like we don't really know what's going on and by rumble i imagine we'll know more but hot diggity it is taking its sweet time
1: well you well, know and that's that's a plus i think is that they that they are doing long-term storyline development in aew um,
0: yeah well that's the deal is i mean i we've talked before about the dark order since they started doing these new vignettes and how it has helped turn them around i don't think they've quite turned 100 percent around yet but uh, but they've definitely made a big comeback. And there are some other groups in AEW that could, could learn from it. Some people think the Nightmare Collective, Randy's uh, group, really would need something along oh, these lines. Oh, they
2: really do, though. Yeah, like, uh, i so... kind of going that Dark Order vibe with now they have more followers. And uh, the Nightmare Collective is becoming a gang now. Cool story. But I still don't care and what the hell was awesome kong wearing to the ring well here's my thing with the nightmare collective uh i'm just gonna
0: throw this out here i think the nightmare collective would be way more compelling without randy rhodes connected to it correct if it was awesome kong and uh the cruise girl whatever her name is melanie cruz um and then eventually some other person and then and then uh the new guy luther uh,
2: (laughs) what is that yeah what
0: is that yeah i was Um, like why is
2: he here what is this
0: well i it's it's another one of those things and you'd think AEW would have learned with the backlash over it's it's the blade it's the butcher that they really need to go to uh, Excalibur and say, hey, I know you know who these people are, but when they show up, act like you don't know who they are because it works way better for the storyline if you're like, who's that person? Rather than, oh, it's Japanese deathmatch legend Luther. That makes nothing to us. That being said, um, I've done a little bit, not a ton, but a little bit of, of looking into some Luther matches, and and he's legit. Um, he's been around for a long time, uh, but he's legit. So, but that's the deal. Is if if it you take Brandy out of it, and of course with no Brandy, they'd be, have a different name. Um, but I think it'd be way more compelling as Awesome Kong recruits a gang of women to beat up all the other women, right? Um, and so I think Brandy actually holds them back. Ooh. But why? Well, I just uh, she distracts too much from from the thing. It it brings up way too many questions as to you know. Well, the Nightmare Collective's bad, but uh, Cody Rhodes is good, but this is his wife and bad, and and she, I just don't think she brings anything to the storyline. Like, aside from, I'm the boss. She wife. seems
2: like a badass, though. Like, at the same time, like, okay, maybe they shouldn't have done those promos together. Uh, you know, when Cody Rose was getting ready to face, uh, who, who did he, oh, Jericho, and they did all those promos and she was in them. Maybe they shouldn't have done that because that's every time. And that's what makes me think of her and Cody, right? Always together kind of sitch. But I really like her attitude when she's in the ring. It's just there's something still missing. Because I feel like if she wasn't there, then no one would really give two Fs. Because I feel like no one else there can be the mouthpiece for the group.
0: I don't think it needs a mouthpiece. I think it needs Awesome Kong beating the tar out of people and then leaving. Um, I think the mouthpiece hurts that group right now uh, more than anything. And then eventually but they can have a mouthpiece. Eventually. Here's the other side is, and this I, I'm trying to walk a fine line because I don't think she's bad on the mic and I don't think she's horrible in the ring, but she is not the best on the mic and not the best in the ring, and that's Brandy. And uh, I think the whole storyline works better if it's... Uh, just basically these outsiders for lack of a better term uh coming in and beating up all the girls uh and they have to look dominant and range doesn't look dominant no matter how badass she, you know she also uh frankly i think if she's gonna come to the ring to be badass she shouldn't be wearing nine inch heat
2: um, right this is yeah great. for sure
0: But anyway,
2: this is very true.
0: The Dark Order has been doing uh, good things, but uh, uh, I'm excited and yet at the same point a little nervous. I don't know if either of you have seen the rumors as to who is potentially going to come out as the secret leader of the Dark Order at some point. Um, And this this might just be fan... Booking fantasy booking of things, but there are at least some insider reports to back up at least part of this, and that is that uh, Matt Hardy's contract is nearly up with WWE. Uh,
1: yes. Wonderful. He also he's man- also very unhappy with WWE. And now. he managed to uh, to copyright the broken gimmick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, it's under his name, so he can use it wherever he wants. So um,
1: anywhere
0: with him, anywhere. Yes, yeah, wonderful. So, so now once again, that's probably speculation. Um, we do know that his contract is up soon because they mm-hmm. debuted at WrestleMania. Um, so his contract was signed right before Wrestle, Uh, so that would be when it expires Um, and we do know from reports insider reports that he's unhappy in WWE right now Uh, unhappy with their usage of him unhappy with uh, his situation just in general there Um, he's too tied to his brother there, and his brother being in trouble means he doesn't get used at all basically so he is likely leaving to go someplace. Right. Um, now, it could be Impact. He's got a history with Impact. I could totally see him being like, I'm going to go back to Impact. Uh, but it could also be AEW. And it could also
2: be a wonderful addition to the Dark War. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be good. And do you think he'd be able to do the Broken Matt Hardy gimmick? Yeah. I mean, he owns
0: it. It's, it's his. Yep. He, he owns. won. Yep. He won the release from impact uh he had to take him to court over it first but he got it so it's all
2: his. It uh, perfect yeah i mean why not uh i feel like though doing that broken yeah you know what that would actually be great for the dark order actually mm-hmm. that would be pretty spot on and yep. well why wouldn't you want to uh, you know i think this would make matt hardy as being part of every wrestling or you know televised wrestling federation in north america so that's another uh, notch you can add onto your belt. That'd be pretty awesome. I hope that's true. When Do you know when his contract's supposed to
0: end? Um, it would be right before WrestleMania. Oh, Jesus. Because that's when okay. he signed uh, him and Jeff came back was at WrestleMania.
1: With a, with a two-year. Yep. Jeff's has been extended, though.
0: Yeah, well, uh, reportedly, they really wanted Jeff back, and and Jeff was like, well, if I'm coming back, you gotta bring Matt back, and it's kind of one of those things that, as brothers, they've always kind of looked out for each other, sort of a thing, so Jeff said I- it's both of us or none of us, um, but uh, but Matt, in many ways, has the uh, bigger upside for for a promotion like AEW, if you ask. Like, Jeff comes out with be some good. crazy stuff but is is there anything jeff hardy can do that we haven't already seen uh ray phoenix
2: or um nick jackson do in AEW right now Not no really. you're right but i mean is there anything that those two haven't done that we haven't already seen like i feel like i've seen all of the lucho bros and all of the private parties and all of the uh, young Bucks' maneuvers. Granted, don't get me wrong, they're absolutely fantastic and I'm still entertained, but at the end of the day, I've seen all these moves within uh, you know, within a six-week time span of watching AE Dubs. So Jeff Party to the mix might end up making it a more slow-paced match compared to what the Lucha Brothers or Private Party or so on can do. And I think it would actually be you know, I, I don't know how good Jeff can wrestle now, though. Like, I'm talking Prime Jeff, like, TLC days yeah. with the Duds and uh, Edge and Christian. And Just, he's obviously nowhere near that. Whatever you do, don't
0: go back and watch um, his match with Sting in uh, TNA. I can't even remember the name of the one. Was okay, but our-
2: well, yeah. you can't talk about that match because the dude was, like, high as the kite. Oh, and- um, yes, yes. And uh, why is
0: he not being used on <laughs> WWE TV right I... now? Multiple DUIs. So um, I think in many ways that um, it might be worth it for us to just kind of let Jeff Hardy, you know, ride off into the sunset and, and do what he does and then retire. Uh, but that's why I say I think Matt Hardy has the bigger upside uh, because I think he's got not just a character character, that Jeff, I mean Jeff Hardy's character has always been basically Jeff Hardy, you know. But Except Matt for Hardy, Willow. But Matt Hardy's character has way more upside, especially for a a new promotion like AEW. If you ask me. Um, I,
1: I think I think the Jeff benefit in any promotion is that we're gonna that there's that there's a history of the crazy that's happened. You know the the spear from Edge, the match with Undertaker. Um, all of that history there. But Jeff can't do that much longer, sir.
0: I don't know if
2: Jeff can do that now one way no, or another. No, that's no. it. I think he's just... Yeah. I mean, maybe if he gets sober, goes back to the gym, a good year off, does something, because I feel... Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's already doing that. But I feel like he got caught, like, mid-2019 with DUIs. So, I don't know. I just... Uh, I'm praying for the kid. You know, 2020... Hopefully, uh, the kid. He's he's older than I am. I'm praying for the guy, because uh, it's a very sad story. He's been dealing with alcoholism and a bunch of other things for far too long, and uh, it's just very sad. To see.
1: That said, he did have a a uh, second moniker once upon a time um, when he was Willow. That wasn't a good one. It wasn't broken, Matt Hardy by any means. Mm-hmm. He did have it.
0: Yeah. But that's my point. Is I think even even when we get out of the ring, I think Matt Hardy has a bigger upside uh, from from a creative backstage from Correct. a mentoring standpoint. Matt Hardy can take these young people under his wing and teach them. And I just don't see Jeff Hardy doing. Uh, no, Jeff's the performer. Matt's the director. I would agree. So and uh, it's but-
1: stage in life they need to be directors, so...
0: But on that note, I think uh, it brings us to misdemeanors.
1: Misdemeanors and miscellaneous.
0: Uh, Because I think um, we can throw a misdemeanor at... Uh, Jeff Hardy for being the actor and not the director and one at Matt Hardy for being the director. So um, Mm. whatever happens with their careers, I do wish them the best. I just think Jeff Hardy has shown that he needs the structure uh, that a WWE can provide more than than uh, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy needs a little bit more freedom. you know. So um, also we're throwing out a misdemeanor. Um, and we're not going to get too much into the events uh, preceding it and everything, but it is worth at least giving a congratulations to Tessa Blanchard for winning the Impact World Heavyweight Championship off of Sammy Callahan tonight. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes uh, that we are not going to get into because we're not part of it. We don't know what's exactly going on. Um, but it is still at least worth pointing out that Impact Wrestling's World Heavyweight Championship is now being held
2: by Tessa Blanchard. Um, it looks to me... Yep. Just- and uh, Go ahead. I was actually just going to say, I mean, unless you were going there, she did talk to the crowd after Afterwards, and was uh, issuing a statement of the kind of things that everyone was hearing and she was just saying listen the past eight months these girls have been a thorn on my side uh, by my side Um, and honestly she's like I've done nothing but try to be the best person I can be don't let anyone bring you down so when you talk to me and you come see me please show nothing but uh, positive and gratitude, and I am here, I am a champion, and I am your champion, and, and it was just uh, it was a nice little speech to basically kind of, because she didn't do any of the press conferences, right? They took her off from doing any of the press stuff, so it was kind of a nice little thing when she did win. First of all, Impact going that route, because we all have seen a lot of people with this whole cancel culture stuff, a lot of people go the other way and either suspend them or don't make them become the champion and so on but impact stuck with their guns and uh tessa finally has talked about it out loud outside of twitter actually on impact so that was pretty uh pretty exciting to read i didn't see the event yet but uh pretty uh pretty crazy stuff going on there with all of the allegations to
0: to use a quote from wrestle talks write-up of, uh, the Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill, uh, thing. They said that this match was madness, pure, amazing, brilliant wrestling madness. So, um i am going to have to check it out uh Absolutely. i'm a Tessa Blanchard fan i think sammy callahan uh is doing wonderful things as as just the scumbag heel that he's supposed to be so um i, I can't help but think it's going to be a a great match but that's really pretty glowing review uh from uh wrestle talk on it so mm. um the, the whole thing actually looks like it's pretty entertaining uh, you know, down to, to, to most of the stuff. Um, but that, that match there is probably the, going to be the big thing that people talk about. Um, of Valkyrie retaining, um, still not sure how I feel on that. Cause I really, really think, uh, Jordan Grace is due some, some gold here, but you know, it, it is what it is there. And I, this, this definitely looks like something worth, worth watching just in general. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I honestly, I haven't watched impact in a while and, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give this uh, give this a watch, and I'm just going to be completely oblivious to probably the majority. Well, I'll probably know some wrestlers, of course, but oblivious to the majority of it because I'll be walking into it not knowing any of the storylines, and uh, hopefully I'm entertained. Yeah. That's well, you'll a- definitely know some of the wrestlers. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. for just to give you a rundown of, uh, <sighs> of the uh, card, uh, Madman Fulton started off, uh, in a match versus Ken Shamrock. Um, okay. Moose. I forgot he still there. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just came back, but yeah. Moose wrestled Rhino, who just signed a big contract with Impact. Uh, okay. Brian Cage, who will be mentioned a bit later, wrestled against Rob Van Dam. Um... Uh, And then, like I said, Taya Valkyrie versus Jordan Grace and ODB, um, who's been wrestling for a long time. And then Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Sammy Callahan wrestled in um, uh, Lucha Underground as Jeremiah Crane, and I'm totally blanking on he was in uh, NXT for a while, but I'm totally blanking on what his name in NXT was. Uh, He
2: was not. uh, Sam, that name sounds so familiar. Saul, Solomon I think I...
0: is that is his NXT name? Man, now I'm blanking. Anyways, uh, but no, you'll definitely recognize some of the people, if only by name. And then some of them, I, I would not be surprised if you saw, uh, like, Michael Elgin and been like, oh, I've seen him someplace or... Um, hmm. You know, uh, uh, Willie Mack has wrestled in in uh, Ring of Honor as well as uh, uh, Lucha Underground, if I'm correct. Um, okay. uh, but but no, it it just looked like it was a pretty good uh, start to finish. Paper. Was there
2: any was there any kind of stipulations at all, or it was just?
0: Oh, um, the Rhino versus Moose match was apparently uh, a no DQ match. This Um, is awesome. Yeah. Um, The uh, Michael Elgin versus uh, Eddie Edwards match was a call your shot trophy match, which uh, is kind of like a money in the bank sort of a thing where when you win that, you get the ability to call your shot. Um, And then there was... uh, tag mat tag title match and impact knockouts title which frankly about if i were to change anything about impact wrestling to be perfectly honest i'd have them rename the women's championship to just the impact women's champion um because knockouts to me still sounds a little diva esque you know what i mean yeah right yeah but anyways um and then the world title Um, I'm trying to think I don't think any of them were like any like really crazy stipulations just like the moose versus rhino being a no DQ match was uh so
1: so I I am gonna ask or make one last statement in regards to the impacting if these allegations and, and we're again we're not far enough in to know enough on any front so any any show that's giving you a ton of information about it is doing purely hearsay um but if these allegations turn out to be false, and this is a shoot of some kind ty- or a work of some type, some type, this is a felony against Impact just to draw attention, and that's garbage too.
0: Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't think
1: so. Oh. Uh,
0: the fact that the allegations have been coming from people who don't currently have any ties to Impact, uh, yeah. uh suggests that it's probably not. Um, you know, I mean. I, I said it when we were just discussing things before this um, you know I think all of us have done stuff in the past that we have later regretted yeah, And absolutely. and so you know the fact that these allegations are all of stuff that she did at some point in the past and all of the people that she's currently working with seem to back her up and say she's not like that now at least does imply to me that she's changed in some way but once again I'm not there. I'm not in the locker room with her. Maybe she's this way. Maybe she's not.
2: I have a hard time. We're never going to know, okay? Yeah, because these are are things in the past. We're just never going to know. There is no way to prove any of these theories. Uh, It's essentially a she said, she said situation. So. Um, I commend
0: uh, you for making sure to use the correct pronoun both times because I would have totally effed that up and said it's a total he said she said she, uh, sh- shenanigan
1: <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs> you guys are on the cheese trains tonight, night
1: choo choo but um anyway. so an- another misdemeanor excessive monikers against Seth Rollins for now being what 15 nicknames in
0: yeah, I uh I gotta be honest, I was a little surprised that they went so all in with Monday Night Messiah. Yeah. Really kind of, the first time I heard them say that, I was like, oh, that's not gonna get past standard in practice for long. Uh, and then and then they went in on it and went in on it, and they kept saying I was like, really? Oh, they this are, is actually a thing? Yeah, that's he, he they repeated it like five times on Monday Night Raw.
1: Yep. Uh, just how many t-shirts does one guy need? That's what they said on backstage, and I have to agree with that. How many t-shirts does one guy need? Hey, it sells though. I don't know that this one will sell like Seth freaking Rollins did.
2: That's true. I still gotta get my Seth freaking Rollins shirt. That's <laughs> right. But but no. It was, so it what was... Monday Night Messiah? It's kinda catchy, but kinda lame Is kinda cheesy like your jokes that you guys are doing tonight. Yeah. No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheesy well, my, delicious.
0: My thing is it's just you know, and especially for, for uh, D.A. Fabe and I, we actually um, live uh, in the upper reaches of what they call in America the Bible Belt, um, which uh, is is basically a lot of WWE's core demo is along this area here. And uh, when they first said that, I was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of people unhappy with that. Um, And then they just went all in on it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know. I mean, I guess I've heard him referred to as CrossFit Jesus before, but never on WWE. Right. (laughs) But,
2: But, I mean, you know, at least it's not Sunday Night Messiah, right? Because then I feel like that... Cause a lot more like oh my god what do you mean what are saying he's like legit jesus like you know i feel like monday night messiah is just kind of like i don't know i i I don't think it's gonna be like do you actually think a lot of people are gonna complain over that
0: i kind of felt like people were but you know maybe maybe i'm just uh a little bit oversensitive to it but when i first heard it like i could totally see my mother-in-law shutting off the tv when uh, Mm. not that she would watch WWE at all, but were right. she flipping around the TV and saw someone, uh, yeah, she would not have it. She'd switch it back. Let me say this
2: least. Oh, uh, Jesus! Jesus.
0: <laughs> now. Um, I am going to give one little misdemeanor to NXT UK for being the brand that nobody over here seems to know about and the brand that WWE just kind of uh, every once in a while trots out and then kind of.
2: For or, or, or being the brand who broke it down tonight? Yeah. And so.
1: They may uh, have even burned it down.
2: I don't know if there was
0: any burning. It, uh, from all reports, I didn't get to watch it because I've got uh, some family in town and some stuff happening around that I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It looked like it was a really good takeover. Takeover Blackpool was today, um, but it's one of those things where, like, here in the states at least, no one knows
1: anything about uh, NXT UK. It just because they this never the make airtime t- is three o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesdays.
0: Well, and they they trotted out like once or twice a year they have a couple of those people come over here and do a little little thing, little program with some of the NXT boys and then they then they go back over there and then we never see them again. And so like, That's you know, cuz like
2: Imperium is part of NXT UK, right? Yes. Yes. And so they came so over like, here the start of NXT
0: on W uh, on uh, USA network and then they disappeared. They we were here for a couple weeks. Um and then like we had uh Kaylee Ray show up a month or two ago in NXT and do some impact and stuff and then and then disappear. We had Tony Storm show up this week, and then she goes back to Black and, and Now I'm hoping that this is Tony Storm's swan song in NXT UK and then she's going to come over and be a part of the uh, regular NXT roster. Um,
2: yeah, I, I imagine they'd use Tony Storm in the regular NXT roster, like, I I'm, um,
0: Now, I will give them uh, a little bit of credit for having uh, the Undisputed Era fly over to UK just to attack uh, Ethereum. They're setting up their match at Worlds Collide coming up WrestleMania weekend, I think it is. Uh, yeah. But it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, ah, oh, great. Oh, Worlds Collide's in January 25th. That's only a few weeks. That's not WrestleMania. Oh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> anyway. I feel like these things are not being promoted properly. Well, that's, that's kind of my point with this is that, like, we don't hear like this is stuff that they should be talking about at the very least every week on NXT, TV. but uh, Raw and SmackDown they should at least be bringing this stuff up because you know you talk to especially British. Uh, wrestling fans, and they will say that some of the best wrestling they see happens on NXT UK, or at least in the independence of People who wrestle on NXT UK, like Joe Coffey and Walter. You know, uh, they're they're household names on the independent circuit sequ- uh, circuit in in Britain, and we just don't hear anything about them. And they have a they have a takeover this weekend and i didn't even know it was happening until like i turned on twitter on saturday
2: well i'm ready for takeover blackpool and i'm like wait, wait what apparently not, not yeah, apparently? No. honestly i was talking to you about the wwe network and then i went on and i'm like nxt black uh, i'm like nxt uh takeover blackpool takeover i'm like well what do you mean i'm like is this old and then i see today's date i'm like oh no it's an actual event yep it
0: was an actual no, event that geez. took place today and featured real wrestling. I will also Damn. point out that they uh, had five matches and three of them went over 20
2: minutes long. Oh, boy. So they're, that they're sounds funny. Well, <laughs> no, that's it. I just, and that's the problem, though, because, I mean, honestly, there's just so much wrestling. I think that the problem, too, is it's because we're just so saturated with wrestling now as well, right? We have Monday Night Raw. Tuesday, some people watch AEW's um, After Dark. Dark, Okay, or maybe Tuesday is a break for some people. Then Wednesday we have AEW and NXT. Uh, For the Canadians, it's most likely the next day at NXT because you can watch it on the network right away. (laughs) Now that it's on the USA network, yeah, they delay it up there. They delay it, yeah. So you have that and then honestly Friday is Smackdown um, it's just and then you know if if it's an event week you have UFC on Saturday so it's just a lot of things events going on just constantly all the time but they also don't promote NXT UK at all like all at yeah. all at all, all I don't hear it on NXT I don't hear it on Raw I don't hear it on Smackdown I randomly see the NXT UK superstars come to NXT and do like a little thing but nothing's ever mentioned I honestly, did you see so you didn't see anything about Blackpool take over on NXT, did you? Did I don't you remember
0: up? seeing them talk about it at all damn that's cold um, but, and that's that's basically where my misdemeanor comes from is that this is great wrestling that we just don't hear about it. yeah, I get it uh, you know, it's It's not a convenient time for Americans to watch, but guess what? Uh, Almost any wrestling in America is not a convenient time for European wrestling fans to watch, Uh, yet you still talk about it in Europe, you know what I mean? Uh, So, I mean, I'm not saying you make it must-CV, but heck, just have on USA Network, when they're playing NXT, have them say, hey, tune into the network immediately following this, for a replay of this week's NXT UK,
2: you know, oh, I you feel just like got they might end impressive. up doing that. Um, I just feel just like maybe after RAW or something. No, but you know what? They won't, because they'll play Kane's Broken Sessions or whatever.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so. But, yeah. For a brand new table for three featuring I don't know the Gobbly and
0: um um what was the, the Sean Mooney someone and else. Katie Vick. Yeah. <laughs> Did...
1: uh, it took you it took you a second it's <laughs> i'm just gonna sit back and listen i've been doing it for a while so
0: anyways uh so those are my misdemeanors of the week anyone else got anything to talk about
2: yeah uh, um, i would just like to point out how oh, okay go ahead uh mr yeah. Kfape the, the the the
1: returns lately man Who. Come on, man! Give give some better stuff to a returning athlete than a than, number one. Be be better, WWE, when you're returning John Morrison. Be better when you're returning uh, uh, Sheamus. I mean, Sheamus's return is a duplicate of the last return when he was injured. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, he came out, scared well, off, the, scared off the bad guys, and attacked the good guy. Came out, scared off the bad okay. guys, and attacked the good guy. And now you're gonna squat, you're gonna, you're gonna squash. Uh, no doubt in my mind, they're gonna squash Shorty G here. Um, not that they haven't already done that by doing the name change and everything. I mean, well, no, I think Shorty G actually gave him more popularity, though. To be fair, I hope so. But yeah, just as a whole. WWE's handling of returning athletes, um, either just have them return like it like it's not been like they haven't been gone, and oh okay, oh wow, it's Sheamus, oh, you know, or, or whatever. But none of this. I mean, these these are bad returns, man. John Morrison was was Impact World Champion, was AAA World Champion. I mean, he's been champion everywhere, and you bring him back as. Mrs. Lackey, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, yep. Just yep. as a yep. whole, yep. I think those are a solid misdemeanor, bordering on on high crime. <laughs> bad.
2: Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I
1: agree. Every return they've done in the last month's been bad. Even the Usos. The Usos' return was bad. Uh, oh, it was but-
2: bad. Them protecting Roman, like you know, it's it's what well, I yeah.
1: expect. Though it at least played into
0: a a actual storyline that's been mm-hmm. going on yeah tied into previous histories you know um it's not oh the usos came back let's have them as a guest on a moment of bliss
2: <laughs> <laughs> i would watch I, I that could've... really i would you would be calling that a misdemeanor <laughs> if that happened get out of oh, here oh absolutely uh no that would have been, been a crime. crime Oh, fair enough. Been
1: absolute crime uh that would have been felony it, um... it would have been a crime that he would have watched <laughs> yes um, the Bobby Roode, I mean, that, that seemed like he wasn't gone long enough for it to be a big return, but at the same time, it was a big return. Like, that was a better return than they gave John Morrison. They gave Bobby, oh, wow. Rude, who's been gone for three weeks, a better return than they gave John Morrison.
2: What was Bobby Roode's return? I didn't really uh, watch He's uh... and flipped the table on it. Yep. He came
0: back to join the uh Baron Corbin mid card Vortex of Evil.
2: Oh uh, Jesus. So he's just gonna be another yeah, They need to just keep him as a other... Stingles competitor though, man. Yeah. Some like of these he guys, didn't do anything with Ziggy's. I don't know.
1: I, I, I feel like WWE just doesn't know how to make a faction anymore. I don't understand that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, moving forward. Returns were not good this last nope. Month. I agree. definitely not. Definitely
0: not. If no one has anything else, we will move on to commendations.
1: Commendations. All right, well, it's okay. I've so, got a
2: couple, so uh, I was gonna go first since you go know ahead. I've never went first and I have go one, ahead. so why not? Go ahead. Um, honestly, I I gotta go with John Moxley because that promo that he had with Chris Jericho was just absolutely phenomenal like we knew it was gonna happen because they just kept on just delaying the inevitable play my music oh wait let's stop let's do this play my music and so on and so forth but boy I was still impressed and shocked to an extent when it actually happened just because of the suaveness of how Moxley did it and said it he's like no uh, I was just joking yeah, I don't, um, join I, 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 yeah I, I don't want to join your stupid group. Yeah, I don't want to join your stupid group. I just want that. And then hits him with, the, I think it was a little bit of the bubbly, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: A very yeah, obvious so, gimmick.
2: Model. Honestly, for sure. For sure. Um, absolutely. Oh, such phenomenal talent. And shame on WWE for, you know, not giving that creative control um, when, you know, Ugh, he's just, look what he's doing now at NXT. Uh, NXT, wow. Look what he's doing now at AEW. You know what I mean? Like, he's having fun. We see it, and it's coming out to be a great storyline. And this, by the way, the Moxley Jericho has been for quite some time. So it's not like we're bored of it. It's only really uh, been in, in fruition starting now, technically, but we all knew it was kind of coming. This is good writing. For wrestling, this is how you're supposed to write, you know, a feud in. I agree.
1: I the agree. only thing that would have made that better would have been like, I don't know, a gas mask or a plunger. Yeah, or, or I don't know, a doctor
0: injecting some stuff in his ass first, or <laughs> ooh, ooh, a little red cart, a little red cart full of stuff. <laughs> no, like the entire time I was watching that, like, kind of, I think what Justin was getting at. You knew he was gonna say no, and then he said yes, and you're like, no, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna come out and say no, say no the,
2: right? <laughs> uh,
0: and then he just kept like, celebrating, and you kept saying, no, no, oh, no, but going.
2: that's the thing, he's gonna turn, and they kept exactly.
0: celebrating, and and so there was that part in the back of your brain that was like, well, maybe he
2: is joining. Uh, well, no, but I, I it's too much time says though. he right so that was still exactly because that was still a shock so it was a shock within a shock but the problem is because there was so much time left i already knew like okay but they're also just spending too much time with it yep. right so yeah. yeah no it was really well done, though i enjoyed it
0: mm-hmm. and then i think like, when i was watching it though i think he was supposed to hit one of the other uh inner circle people with an, a different gimmicked bottle because he ran back uh, before he, he left he ran back and he tried to grab a bottle and it exploded in his hand. so oh. uh, so I think he was supposed to hit like Jake Hager or someone with another gimmicked bottle but it, it just failed and so he just jumped the ropes and, and went out and stood up there everything but but no it's just one of those, it was so brilliantly done because like you, the, it just appealed to that that part of your little reptile brain. That just was like, well, well, maybe they aren't gonna do what I just knew they were gonna do. Maybe they're not going to do what they're definitely going to do. Uh, but nope, I agree. I agree. That's a great commendation.
2: Thank you, thank you. I have my moments. Um, I'm not a fan of them bringing DDP back to wrestle, though. You can shut your mouth. I don't.
0: <laughs> he's get, He's not is he gonna wrestle no he's gonna go out there he's gonna maybe hit the ropes once or twice he's gonna deliver a couple diamond cutters and then the rest of the team's gonna join up and beat him up
2: and, and then he's gonna give oh, okay.
1: himself a high five
2: yes oh my god by the way another one mjf with that promo oh my god Yep. You know what I'm going to do, Diamond? I'm going to take one of the Diamond Girls or something. I, I forgot what it She's was. She's going to
0: the bang. And uh, I'm no. going to... Yeah, go ahead. The best part about it was while DDP was talking, MJF actually tweeted something along the lines of, when's this old man going to shut up? Literally live tweeted oh, oh, oh. a heel response in the ring, and that's perfect. So MJF definitely deserves oh, a of
1: for yeah, sure MJF might cut the best promos in the game right now too so yeah. I mean, I still want to
2: see a promo between him and The Miz uh, yeah. I feel like MJF would actually keep The Miz alive though like really? just MJF could. Well, it would all depend on whether
0: they allowed Miz to be heal Miz or forced him to stay face mid I, I,
1: I, have to give that commendation too with Miz because uh, as he's, that transition has been both fast and properly paced. It hasn't been an instantaneous I turned my back. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a you fans, um, but he's he's back full-fledged heel. Really solidly in about two, well in exactly two episodes, um, and that's pretty impressive. I mean, the guy went face. He, I I was astonished at how quickly he was able to go face. Um, yeah, he's just he's cut His verbal game is on point. His in-ring game is not is well, it never has been the best in the business, but right. Uh, yeah, that definitely deserves a commendation too for him to pace that so well. And to do it during matches. Um, very, very well done. Very well done on his behalf. And then my
0: commendations are actually both technically out of ring commendations. Um, but the first one is for Marty Skrull. And I don't know if you guys have paid attention to the news uh, tonight about Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull who recently became a free agent from Ring of Honor, uh, had been negotiating with WWE and uh, reportedly with AEW. It has been announced that... Well, I guess it hasn't been officially announced. It's been reported that uh, he is re-signing with Ring of Honor. Oh, wow. Um, He is reportedly getting... WWE main roster money to stay with Ring of Honor. Um, Apparently he will be at least one of if not the head booker and reportedly only will wrestle about 40 matches a year for Uh, Ring of Honor while also being open to wrestling for other promotions like New Japan Pro uh, NWA and potentially even AEW really okay. yeah. so the deal. dude hit the absolute jackpot of sweet um and i you know that's even something i just wanna i want to applaud that because that's phenomenal right to get ring of honor to give him wwe rain main rosters type money and less dates creative control have him be one of the heads of creative for for the entire product and allow him to also potentially wrestle in other promotions during that time that's that's potentially one of the best deals
2: you'll ever see okay so by the way it is uh official as of two hours ago yeah I the villain marty scroll signed a new contract with roh pw insider confirmed
0: that's the I've seen all of these from the places confirming, but I still haven't seen a one from Ring of Honor or from Marty Skrull. Oh, and that's God. one of those things where, yeah. you know, when neither of those have come out to officially say it, um, but there could be some things like it could be not officially signed yet, and so they don't want to make an official announcement until, uh, you know. So who knows there? Um, uh, in conjunction though, I'm also doing accommodation to Brian cage because it's it is done. It's signed,
2: sealed, delivered that he
0: has signed with AEW, a multi-year deal. The only reason that I am going to, uh, put a caveat on this because you say it's done, signed, sealed, deliver, but I'm looking at a tweet from Brian cage's wife that he retweeted an hour ago, uh, Brian Cage's wife, Melissa Santos, said, Really? How can you confirm something that isn't true? I'm his wife, and I can confirm he hasn't signed on any dotted line. Oh, snap. So so all the reports from PW Insider and SoCal Censored's website, which is not related to SCU and AEW in any way, um, (laughs) and all these other places have confirmed it, uh, but then his wife specifically said it's not. So
2: who knows or maybe um, his wife is just playing the game kind well, of
0: yeah that that ultimately could play into it i mean this is this could all be him denying it in kayfabe because he wants to keep the the illusion up so when he appears at aew it looks like a surprise or something you know so mm-hmm. there are a lot of things right. that could play in but either way uh especially with brian cage to aew um that that is very exciting. The the one complaint a lot of people have had against AEW is that it doesn't have any big men. Um, like Jake Hager is, and Wardlow are the two big men in the entire company right now.
1: Right.
0: Um. And so you bring in potentially one of the biggest of big men in Brian Cage.
1: Yeah. If they brought him in, that changes the big men story. Yes. That really does. Um. That's that. And he is.
2: Oh, is, this guy is huge. Yeah, yeah. he
1: is
0: remarkably now. agile too. Like, like you know how the first time you saw Keith Lee, and then he did a moonsault, and you're like, "Holy cow!" That's kind of right. the same sort of thing he's from Brian Cage. You see him, and he's this big, uh, ultimately like Big Papa Pump level jacked, and you don't expect him to be able to move the way. He- mm-hmm. And then he does. So, so those are my two commendations. Two people who reportedly signed major deals with two major promotions. Um, and here's hoping that it's true for both of them because they both deserve it. Um, Marty Skrull uh, is phenomenal. Uh, I'm going to be a little sad if we don't see him on the regular on AEW or WWE. But at the same point, if the deals of the are true that allows him to wrestle for other promotions. That's phenomenal. And we could see him
2: on (coughs) any, except for WWE, I am sure. Which is such a slap in the face. Like, ROH is like, yo, we'll give you all this. You can do whatever you want. So you can go anywhere. But I don't think they would say, but you can't touch WWE. WWE just wouldn't do anything with him because... I I could totally see them writing right,
0: it so. into the contract, saying saying you can work for any promotion except WWE during the, Um They they could do oh, that, snap. and I could totally see them doing it. Well, why do, do you think contract, that is?
2: Because that ultimately would just be more exposure for the guy. Um, I
0: hmm. I think a lot of it comes down to they know WWE would not treat him with respect while there. You know what I mean. Like, WWE would not bring in Ring of Honor's top star Marty Skrull and make him look good. uh, WWE would bring in Ring of Honor's top star Marty Skrull and have him lose to No Way Jose. You know, just to spite Uh, him. Uh, Right. And so, and you know, WWE has done that before on a lot of their contracts. Said, you you can work for these promotions, but you can't work for these promotions. You know? Um, a lot of the the right. yeah, about I... NXT UK. A lot of the people uh, wrestling for NXT UK have deals that allow them to work for certain British promotions, but not other Brit. Um, so who knows? Hmm. But anyways, those okay. were my so. On that note, uh, we will start to wrap this up again. Uh, A fun up and down week for for this particular show Uh, don't forget to hop on whatever podcast platform that you listen to this and and make sure to subscribe to us if you're not already and like it and share it and if they allow you to put reviews of it, review it and give it thumbs up or whatever that podcast platform as you do Um, and then hop on Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review there and Hop on Google Podcasts and do whatever they allow you to review there. Um, whatever you can do to help us get into more ear holes is uh, definitely better for us there. But we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, head over to anchor.fm slash raw and order WBU and you can uh, send us a little voice message there. Uh, Which we could use on our show. You can uh, support us there by sending us a dollar or two a month just to help us out, help us uh, improve this product down the road. Uh, You can always go to uh, Justin's Real Talk Radio anchor website um, and do the same there um, and send him
2: anchor.slash RTR. I am going to have a Jay and Silent Bob review. Uh, I'm gonna have a Jane silent Bob reboot review. The movie came out back in October. Finally, just watched it now, uh, so you should be seeing that if you're a, a movie buff or a Ken Smith guy. Uh, I can definitely check out that review, and we're uh, working on a few other stuff as well. And uh, social media platforms. Real Talk Radio Eight is for the Twitter. And my personal one is at JLB420, mm-hmm. which brings you to me. You can always find me on Twitter at
0: Raw and order WBU, and you can find D A Fabe at
1: D A I M K. Oh no no. no, no, I don't know.
0: Nope, no. I don't know who that is. That's someone. I I that, is something know who else that is. Else. Yeah, yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, the, there's no Dame Fabe here. Nope. There's there's, nope. there's D A Vincent K Fabe.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, But on that note, we will close the book on the cases we discussed today. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you soon with a visit from the FBI.